This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Dave Glover Show with Dave, Rachel, and Kevin. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring Outlet, the flooring experts. I got floor.com. I like some Stevie today. Digging it. It's a good call. Yeah. I know I'm a metal guy, but I mean, I also grew up near Motown. I'm a big Stevie yeah. Wonder guy. I mean, jam's jam, man. Yeah. Well, you, happy Friday. Yeah, hey. It's, hey. it's great. Hey, you today. look good. Look at you. What? Yeah. We all noticed the thicker jacket. Why? It just I've I've worn this before. Yeah, but it looks like a grown-up. Like clothes. I'm trying. Yeah. 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 God, I hate when I look like I'm trying. You know what? Good for me today. Yeah. 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 Everything's Sporting coming up. Bears hat. Everything's yeah. coming up. Good. Ron. Yeah. Everything. Everything's coming up. Ron. Which it means is. I'll be arrested on the way home. <laughs> He's real. The happy weather today. is great. Yep. Bears won. You look good. Man. I'm killing it today. You are. Reminds me, I've told the story before, but when Phoebe was about seven, um, this is when I borrowed my friend Matt's suit and then had it altered to fit me. And so it's the only, <laughs> it's the only time she's ever seen me in a suit, for real. Uh, and I walked downstairs, and she was sitting on the couch, and she goes, wow, she goes, you look like one of those guys. And I just completely true story. And in my mind, I'm like, like a spy or like a movie star. And I go, what kind of guys, babe? And she goes, you know, guys with jobs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, the best. Yep. What are you going to do with her? Um, you know, I was thinking about, I'm always thinking about weird things, but we talk a lot about changes in life and how crazy the last 20 years have been and we're adapting to social media and I was just listening to the first few minutes of uh, Rachel's program, which premieres tonight at 7 p.m. Make sure you listen or podcast it. Oh, 9 p.m. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, and uh, spoiler alert, she has a little thing about social media and it made me think that uh, 
I have the tendency to think like every human life is kind of very, very similar. You know, like we all go to the carnival, we all ride the tilt a wheel and have, a, you know, a funnel cake. But you think about if you were born on a farm in like 1500, you probably like nothing changed. The technology didn't change. You know, a few new people are born, but there, you know, no one rode through town and you're like, look, it's an iPhone. <laughs> you know, like your life was pretty much the same yeah. the whole time. And I, of course, there are happy lives and unhappy lives with technology, without technology. But do you think you had a better or worse shot at having like a stable, happy life when nothing was changing? Worse, or, or oh, does that just I think like you, were just you, trying you just to gotta stay alive. fill it? Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people are just trying to stay alive. Yeah. Life was fine brutal. food, basically brutal for so many people. Keep Life someone from to see of what forty. Yeah, keep someone from taking your stuff. Making it sound pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> well, even like if you think back to Little House on the Prairie times or something, I don't know, just pulling something out of a hat. Right. Just <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, wow. What a <laughs> random reference. I mean, it would have sucked to have to like go across the country on a covered wagon to try to get somewhere new. I mean, even though their lives did stay relative. I mean, I guess by the end of Lori Ingalls Wilder's life, she lived to like the 60s or something, but... You know, that during that time period, it was terrible to be a woman. You had, like, one option, and that was to get married. Or I, I guess you could be a teacher until you got married, and then your life was... When do you feel like that made a major change? For women? Yeah. Mm, that's a good question. I'm not sure. Maybe in, like, the 40s or something? About just the expectation. Just having yeah. options other than going to college and meeting a husband? Yeah, being a te- yeah or being a teacher. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think the... There were the actual opportunities and then the social acceptance of pursuing those opportunities, which were two different dates. And the social acceptance, the later, the latter came much later in time. Probably during my lifetime. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. even like in the 70s, 80s. Because mm-hmm. even, I mean, I know there were a lot of women and girls who participated in sports in the 60s and 70s but my mom was like that was not the norm like Mm it it was pretty unusual you were known as like oh you're one of the athletic girls versus now I mean girls grow up playing soccer or softball whatever they want to play when I went to law school in so I graduated in 90 so when I went in 87 it was still very much like look how many females we have look at how many african-americans we have like it was still very very like we're amazing because there's not just a bunch of little white guys and even the sports so this is crazy to me because now there's so many girls who play hockey in st louis Uh, there are so many leagues 12 and under 15 and under they have the you know triple a junior lady blues but when i started playing and this might have been gosh like 2004 five six they did a news story on me, not because I was good, but because I was a girl who played hockey. Right. Like on Channel 5, they came to my house. They filmed <laughs> me skating like, here's a girl who plays hockey. This dog can talk. I mean, it, isn't that crazy? And now, of course, everybody monkey knows. loves to smoke. <laughs> <laughs> there are girls hockey leagues. And I know there, there are girls football leagues, too. But that's like the last sport, I think. But the where last it's a, one such we a had, they had to wear lingerie. Well, yes, the that's that lingerie I've football had a radio league. show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, In fact, one of our salespeople played on the team. Mm-hmm. Judith. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, Amy. <laughs> Is it the first person you thought of? <laughs> what? All right, we're gonna stop laughing. Oh my goodness oh my gracious. Gosh. I've 
but she would have, you know, five <laughs> stories. No, she would have been great. Names. Yeah. Just I'm just throwing out names. <laughs> just throwing out names. What were you saying, Ryan? I don't know. Yeah, man. I don't know. <laughs> Let me I'm wear just, your jacket real I'm, quick. I'm trying to figure out how we move forward. <laughs> <laughs> I say we quit. <laughs> well, enjoy the weekend. No, okay, but we, I mean, it is amazing. No, it, you're going to take it up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's brave. No, it's amazing how, like, the critical mass for women in different sports really didn't hit. And uh, it, it's funny. When I was born, when I was alive, Women hadn't run the Olympic marathon yet because they thought their ovaries would fall out. The first female to run in the Olympic marathon didn't happen until 1984. That's mind-boggling to me. So they don't fall out. Not so far. Okay. <laughs> About half the time. So. <laughs> <laughs> Strap them in. Let's go. Uh, yeah, this is gonna sound. <laughs> this is gonna sound so dumb. But I had something terrifying happen last night. Truly terrifying. Uh, someone knocked on my door, which I wasn't expecting. And yeah, it would really scared me because it was after dark and no one knocks on your door. And I've been not using DoorDash. So it wasn't my best friends at DoorDash. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I went to the door and the person stepped off the porch and stood on the sidewalk and um, said like, hey, I'm Will with Spectrum and something about thirty four ninety nine, and I was just breathing real hard. I think I scared him. Or <laughs> He He's scared like, me. Oh my God. Will, come on in. Let's talk about it. He's like, I'm good. I'm going to go work for AT&T. But isn't that crazy that, like, just, I know this is a bad Sebastian Maniscal go uh, stand up bid, but it's true. Like, when I was a kid, just, hey, we brought a gooey butter cake. Come yeah, on in. Normal. Let's go play wiffle ball. And, I came out of my skin last night when that yeah. person knocked on my door. Was it really somebody from Spectrum? I don't know because it's it felt sketchy. What time? Eight uh, thirty. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying no. Uh, I'm saying no. I'm saying someone's testing. Thirty. Oh, you think so? Just guessing. I mean, he gave up real quick. Like oh. mumble mumble thirty four ninety nine. I said I'm happy with what I got, and he's like okay, and he walked off. Yeah, that seems real sketch. Very like, sketch. Like why? They're going to have people knocking on doors at 8.30 at night in the dark. And it was Andrew. Oh. (laughs) That made it all weirder. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So basically, I'm here to sell you internet. (laughs) (laughs) It's only $34.99. Seems like a good deal. I think yours is fast, but this one? (laughs) So much faster. It's got 74 gigawites. Andrew, he's not here today. Yeah. He's so sad. Oh, so one th- for my dead homie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was nice knowing him. Uh, Tonight's the night. Hey, we're all going to be in the paper tomorrow. <laughs> With quotes. You know, he's a really great guy. Yeah, finally, some press for the show. Come on. <laughs> Honestly, I'm surprised it didn't happen sooner. How soon is too soon for the press to call you after Andrew's death? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, would you say, don't knock on it's his too door. soon, I don't want to talk. He was no, in- I mean, I mean to give an Andrew quote no, about no, I him. Just don't knock on the door if you text. I'm sure it's fine. I don't know what's happening right well, now. What is he talking about? I don't know. I'm saying if uh, KSDK reaches right. out and says, yeah. hey, right. Dave, Andrew died over the weekend, yeah. would you be like, hey, it's been five hours. No, this is too I soon. I mean, I'm always very critical of that, but if it were Andrew, not that I don't love him, but if it were Andrew, I'd be okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> like, I could probably talk tomorrow. <laughs> well, I mean, this one we've had time to prepare. Exactly. We're all yeah. emotionally ready for it. But, right. I mean, if I were honest, I'd be like, hey, we saw the whole thing coming. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> we told him not none to. Of us, none of us we all shot. told him not to. I'll they, talk to Fox 2 during it. Yeah. <laughs> Raise your hand if you didn't offer to pay for more for the room for him. Channel 5 should interview me if he lives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was in earlier today, and I'm like, oh, this is the weekend of the big tournament. Are you excited? He goes, I'd be a lot more excited if we were staying at a hotel. I'm like, well. Wasn't it like $50? <laughs> 
Yeah, there's like a fifty dollar dis- difference, and everyone just, offered to chip in. Yeah, and everyone, offered. everyone. He blamed it on his wife. <laughs> I mean, what did it that? on the air several times. He said yeah, the odds yeah. are that they're listening like, right now. I don't really want oh, to percent they're listening. Hi, Andrew. Megan's insisting. <laughs> yeah, he said she wouldn't go if they didn't stay at the weird lady's Airbnb. There's something not right about this. She's in cahoots with that lady. Yeah. <laughs> They've planned something. What a... Uh, what a strange life he has. You know, like, when you start the uh, sentence with, my wife threatens that, you never expect it to be that she won't go to the Pokemon tournament <laughs> unless we stay with another woman in her house. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Stevie today. It'd be nice. Like, let's not do the show. We'll just right. Just play some there music instead. Yeah. Music radio station. So, um, yeah. What else you got? Okay. I think what else it's probably. probably who else is gonna get us? It's probably knife in the back. <laughs> <laughs> no one's safe. Here, I'm gonna slide over here a little bit. <laughs> I know this is probably bad radio to reference something that happened yesterday. But when you said Pokernipan, <laughs> <laughs> that was super good. That was really funny. When you said, really yeah. what? <laughs> I was trying to make fun of Andrew for being stupid. So I was going to say, thanks a lot, Copernicus. But I said, Pokernipus. 
It's, it's, like, it's like misspelling the word stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. I've been thinking of Pacernipus ever since. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> That's good. There's nothing you can do when that happens. No, just, it's the best. You just have to own it. You just have to laugh. <laughs> anyway. uh, this, was, this really got me. So I had dinner with Nick last night at Frazier's, which is fantastic. Down in Pestalozzi. What a beautiful night, man. They had like this big open bar, and it was just the first really nice night. And there's my boy. It's really cool. Anyway, uh, when Nick was about seven, eight, Rach, you may remember this story. I took him to, God, like Family Arena or something to see Soul Asylum and Cheap Trick, and we're in like the third row. And uh, he made it through Soul Asylum and a couple songs into Cheap Trick. He's like, I'm, Dad, I need to go. Let's. Uh, I need to go. Let's go. Hmm. I'm like, you sure? And he's like, yeah, I, I need to go. And I wrote it off to, like, he was a very sensitive kid, like, noise and things. They're just like, that's too much. Just, you know, the rock bands. He's only seven, eight years old. And this whole time. So last night, I, I just thought of it. And I go, oh, this, is that what it was? It was, like, overwhelming or something? He goes, no, 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 no. He goes, you don't remember this. And I did. He said, right before the concert, a listener came up. And said, you're Dave Glover, right? I'm a big fan. And uh, and you said, this is my son, Nick, and the whole deal. And he said the guy was like a magician. And he started doing magic tricks for Nick. And Nick goes, I just freaked out. Like, I didn't need to be in the same room with a wizard. You yeah. know, like, there's some sort of necromancer back there. And I don't know where he went. And that's why we had to leave. He's Isn't afraid that? of the magician? Yes. Isn't that I, fascinating? It's That's really funny. All these years, I thought it was because, like, the music was too loud. Mm-hmm. And the guy just freaked him out with his little, mm-hmm. where'd my finger go? Well, that sounded bad. But, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Damn. But, but you know. Yeah. Well, and it's funny because I don't like... Uh, people who just do magic well, at you. Amen. I just yeah. like, oh, here huh, here's my trick. Like, <laughs> I go away. Oh, I hate magic. Like that Carbonaro effect show where they're like, hey, I'm doing this. Th- I'm just trying to buy Skittles. <laughs> Will you go away, man? I completely agree. I hate it. Completely I hate agree. it so much. Get your magic out of my face. <laughs> I remember the first time, whenever I was really little, a magician came to school or something and they pulled a dime out from behind my ear and I flipped out. I was like, I can't believe those bashers. <laughs> what the heck? Like, I just did not uh, understand. Who put that there? <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan of magicians. <laughs> I just, I've never had a magician just They're like just, approach me and start doing tricks. They just seem very know it all because they, <laughs> do you know what the problem with the with that is when they do it. You know, whether it's on a TV show or just wherever, you feel obligated to stand there until they're finished with their stupid trick. I don't want to. Come on, man. Where is this happening to you? Well, no, there's nobody walking around these streets, so it doesn't happen here, Kevin. I mean, were you like walking around Wrigleyville and people are just doing magic? It's happened. If if I were walking to Planet Sub the other day, a few blocks east, when I saw four people and one of them was a guy doing magic, I'm running. I don't blame you. Forget you can, the crime you can, statistics. It's the magician We statistics. talked about this, yeah. but you could seriously... Well, it was 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and I walked, what, it was however many, four, four blocks? I saw four people mm-hmm. in the middle of the afternoon we on, like, a Wednesday. We were just talking about that walking back from lunch. Yeah. We went to... I'm like, uh, what do you think this looked 10. like in 1960? I think about that all the time. And Dave was like, heck, in the 90s it was busy. Yeah, when I was down here in 90, it was packed. Like, you had to wait to go uh, to lunch, you know, like lines yeah. everywhere, which sounds insane, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, I started working at KMOX for the first time in 06, 
And it was a lot busier then than it is now. I mean, by far, but I don't think it's what you were describing. What I think is one of the most depressing things is that AT&T building because it's massive. Huge and empty. Mm -hmm. You walk by it and the sign has, like, all the businesses are stripped off. Yeah. All the business mm -hmm. names are gone. I agree. And you think, that it's building cool is building huge. Too. Yes. And, and it's there's not one of those, nobody in it. It's not one of those, like, World War One year buildings. You're like, right. well, of course that one's empty. It's falling apart. It's like, it's like, it's like an 80s, good. 90s modern yeah. or whatever. Oh, yeah. that reminds me. There's a new um, quiet quitting kind of thing. Did you guys, have you heard of coffee badging? Coffee hmm. badging? Badging, yeah, or getting your coffee badge, which basically means you make an appearance. So uh, people who coffee badge typically try to work between about 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. And so it's just the basic, like, you want to be seen. And uh, and so, one, it's self-protection that you're not just staying home all the time. You're, you know, getting some face time. But also, from the standpoint, it's it's beneficial to the worker. This is assuming the worker cares, not just I'm trying to, you know, uh, take my employer's money. That you get some time with your team. But you don't have to be there all day mm -hmm. because you don't need to be there all day. Yeah. And you can do more stuff at home and your life's better. I think that seems kind of reasonable. I like that middle ground. Yeah. Doesn't have to be either or. I always thought it was just, I mean, I, I know it is very arbitrary to be like, nope, 40 hours every week, no matter what. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes you have 50 hours of work, sometimes you have 30. Mm -hmm. Like you should just work until your work is done and then you should go home. Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of what we do here, right? Like, yeah. none of us are in the office for eight hours a day. We work at home before we come in yeah. and after we come in. <laughs> Maybe that's why that sounded so show. appealing. Right. It's like yeah. kind of what we do. Yeah. It's like it works. Um, I'm sorry. I, maybe I'm stupid. Why do they call it coffee badging? It's like you, you're in there in time to have your morning coffee just, and so see just everyone, before, so you earn your coffee badge. Like 11. Okay, yes. I'm here. Hey, guys, look, I'm having my coffee. All right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So did the Steve Moores of the world go like, oh. There's that guy. Well, that's what Amy and I do. Walk by his office, go. <laughs> hey there. Hey, we're here. You walk by his office a lot. That's right. I used to do that. One of the law firms I worked for was famous for being a-holes, and especially one of the guys, and you would get called into his office, and it got to the point that I just started going in first thing in the morning every day. Hmm. Like, hey, here I am. If you want to yell at me, yeah, go ahead and yell at me. And he did, like, the first couple of weeks. And then after a while, he's just like, oh, God, this guy. So, <laughs> you can I'm so leave, sick no. of yelling at you. <laughs> yeah, I'm so bored of yelling at you. <laughs> Might as well head it off at the pass, right? I was, uh, so Dick Butkus must have died last night when Nick and I were at dinner. We are watching silent television. They are showing Dick Butkus hits. And we didn't realize he had passed away. Mm -hmm. But Nick made the point. He was like, every one of these hits would put him in jail today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, none of it was allowed. Did You You had to have seen this clip before. Have you seen the clip of a really young Dick, Dick Butkus? So he didn't have a mustache, anything. And he was talking about how he watched this horror the movie. horror movie where the head where there's rolls a down head the, that falls down it. the stairs. Yes. You guys played it? We yeah. played it And he's it like, I like to... Imagine that's happening on the football field. Not to me, but I'm the one causing it. <laughs> I mean, it's hilarious. Because you watch them the way it used to be, and we talked a little bit about this today, but they would make a tackle, and him especially, as he's pulling somebody down, like twisting yeah. their body to oh, hurt yeah. them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah. hurt oh. them as he's... It's not just about to stop <laughs> yeah. the runner. Yeah, he's trying to hurt the yep. guy. Yeah. That was... I don't know that I'm that I wish that was back because I don't think so. I think football is pretty good now. I get upset with, you know, some of the defensive players. You know, I don't know what they're supposed to do. Yeah, they'll get penalized, and I think that what else? What other recourse do they have? 
But there is something very entertaining about going back, watching the old NFL film stuff, watching guys like that play who are they're dirty and they're bloody and they're just, you know, like they're really hitting each other. Conrad Dobler. Yeah. Yes. He would get down in the scrum and try yeah. to bite your finger off. Yeah. 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 We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Yes, 133. Happy Friday. Gorgeous weekend coming up. Uh, thanks, to everyone, who sent us your scary stories for Halloween. We're going to do something a little bit different this year. We'd love to feature you. Uh, if you have a scary story, go to DGSHalloween at gmail.com. Uh, you know, give us two sentences, a paragraph, write us a novel, whatever you want to do. And if you're one of the people we pick, we'll arrange to interview you and then spice it all up with spooky music, and it should be a lot of fun. Um, want to hear some weird in eight years, the 80s will be 50 years ago. Oh. Hmm. Better not to think about stuff like that, Duh, I'd say. Do not like. <laughs> right? So I, I, what I hate when I have those thoughts is, okay, so how, when I was a kid, you know, you always thought your parents were old and they would refer to things. So that would be. World War II for me. Yeah. So like in the 80s when I was a kid, that would be like my parents talking about the 1940s, 1950s. Wait a minute. Wait, no. 30s. They weren't alive. So let's say that happened when I was 10. So in 74, minus 50, they'd have been talking about like 1924. That's no. (laughs) Yeah, I don't like that. No. No. Like 1980 is to us what 1924 was to. 1924 is when everyone well, my, walked I, real fast in black and white. That's <laughs> yeah. That's when Babe Ruth was like. <laughs> <laughs> why did everybody? That doesn't walk seem. So fast I don't know why that makes it doesn't make sense because my parents weren't alive at that time. It's just yeah. It's not. Oh no, that would, no, that makes more sense when I look at it as if it's when my parents were 50. Gotcha, gotcha. You that know what sucks? Oh, so this is when I had the realization. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, I think about my parents when I went away to college as being really old. Mm-hmm. When I was 18, like, oh, my God, my old, my old ass parents, right? Uh, I am way past that now. Mm. Yeah. I am way past the age of what they were when mm-hmm. I went away to college. Yeah, That bothers me a mm. lot. My parents were three years younger than I am now when they became grandparents. Whoa. Those are happy little segments. It's awful. Rachel's like, I don't get it yet. I'm still I, young. No, I do get it. I think about, I think about all the time when, it, my, when my parents were my age, they had two kids, and I'm uh, just like, oh. Uh, de- all of those mile markers are like, oh, my God. Like, I'm, I'm older than my grandmother was when I was a little kid. When I... Uh, graduated law school like 25 the senior partners were like 45 and they were definitely grown people but on the edge of old <laughs> right I know <laughs> it's just so weird I just think about you probably have the same reference too Raj but I was thinking about the other day because I saw one of the guys that I used to work with at Sporting News Radio on Twitter and I'm like wait he's still doing shows how old was he? He turns out he was like 33 back then. And I thought he was oh like an God, old yes. guy because I was 26 or whatever. Ugh. So, Rach, it's not that you're ugly, it's that you're poor. <laughs> yep. It's my you're, favorite saying. Is if that what you're saying? Worried, it's my yeah, favorite he's, saying. He's saying that to me. Yeah. We're like this together. <laughs> no. We're trying to be more like you and Chris. <laughs> <laughs> We've lived a lifetime, the two of us. <laughs> no, it's true. If you're ever worried that you're ugly and that, you know, people like the Kardashians or something are so much prettier than you, it's not true. They're just rich and they're able to pour all of their time and resources and money into making themselves look better. Mm-hmm. So I saw an article yesterday about how this is just widening like the class gap even more. Because rich people can get all these procedures done to make themselves look younger. Makes yeah. sense. Poor yeah. people are just aging at a people, normal rate. They can hire personal trainers. They mm-hmm. can hire personal chefs who can create diets for them well, that, are that are good for them. Yeah, say things that are healthy but don't taste like cardboard. Right. You know, things that you'd like, oh, I want to eat that. That sounds great. But you don't want to cook it. And most of us don't have the money to eat like that. Well, it's just crazy the impossible standard because th- that girls especially are comparing themselves to. Even when I was a kid, before you had all the filters on smartphones, they would do straight up Photoshop. And I remember Cindy, Cindy Crawford was on Oprah or something and showed herself on the cover of a magazine. Now, mm-hmm. Cindy Crawford is objectively beautiful in real life. And they said what they did was the equivalent of taking two inches off of each thigh to make her legs thinner on the cover. And she's already a supermodel. Mm -hmm. And now it's compounded where you have women who are probably already very beautiful, like Blake Lively or something, who's getting work done, like multiple uh, surgeries to the Gigi Hadid or one of the, I don't know all their names, Bella Hadid. Like they've gotten jawlines put in and cheekbones and and it's like then they're also filtered on social yeah. media. Well, twenty five year olds are getting Botox and using Viagra. Like yeah. what? What? Yeah. What? What? Yeah. What are you doing? Mm. Yeah, I don't get the whole preventative Botox thing. Like we're gonna stop a wrinkle before it even starts. Yeah. I don't know if it works like that. I, doubt I don't know. It. I doubt it. But they have the money to do what they want, so whatever. And I, some of it's not even like super rich with that because I have a couple of friends who are not. Wealthy, they're single and like late twenties, early thirties, so they have some income that they can do as they choose. And they've done the preventable, yeah, that preventative Botox. You guys have all at some point met people that are on in movies and TV shows. I mean, when you meet somebody in a normal setting like that, they don't look like they do on screen. No, 
They look very normal because they mm-hmm. are. They're just, I mean, when you throw in the makeup, the lighting, yeah. and all of the other things we're talking about, but mostly just if you take clothing, makeup, and lighting, and you just re- remove that, and they get to dress how we dress. Yeah. They look like us. It's like I told that story the other day. <clears throat> Nick and I used to have this thing where we'd see someone and go, hey, look, it's if Steve Buscemi had a baby with Barney Rubble. And <laughs> I was sitting at the bar at the Four Seasons, which sounds incredibly pretentious. And uh, it was just me and the bartender and another guy at the end. And I said to the bartender, I go, hey, hey, look, it's fat Dave Matthews. And he goes, no, dude, that's Dave Matthews. It's <laughs> 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 like, whoa. Great stuff. That's <laughs> awesome. Uh, Fat Dave Matthews. Yeah. Who are the biggest stars we've all met? Mm. Ooh, good question. Um, uh, Vetter, Eddie Vetter. Um, oh gosh, Bernie Mac. You didn't I met meet once. him. You hung out with Eddie Vetter. Yeah, yeah, they did. Uh, I need to think about it. There were a few because at the ballpark, a lot of people used to come through. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a difference between like saying hi and. Knowing them. Yeah, and, get, right. and like doing something. Most of Who's us the haven't. most famous person that you're actually like, oh, Wheeler, what's up? Mm. Oh, it's all sports people. Yeah. Because you see them all the time. Yeah. I got one of those where it's, uh, I don't know. You guys remember Josh Brown? Yeah. Kicker for the, the Rams. Kicker, yeah. yeah. This is before any of the, he had domestic assault things that came up later on. This was before any of that came up. And we were doing some stuff here. He was doing some stuff with me on KMOX uh, that his agent was trying to get him, get him more into the media. And he was a good talker and all that. We did out and went out and did a challenge out at CBC where I was kicking field goals and he and Neil Rackers and I'm forgetting who else, one other NFL kicker. They were all out there too. Cause it was where they did their off season workouts mm-hmm. and they're like, come on out, kick. And I was like, Oh, I bet I can kick this. And so we did all of that. And then not long after that, it's It's training camp for the Rams. And there's this bar that's not this. We had, they, they did the training camp up in Wisconsin at a college, and I can't remember the name of the college anymore. But then right across the street from the college is this little dive bar, you know, neat little place. And I'm going in there to meet up with all the other media guys. We're gonna hang and have dinner. I walk in, and all I hear from the back is like, "Wheeler, get over here!" And it was Josh Brown sitting with other all the Rams guys. He's like telling me to come over. I'm like, I get over. I'm like, I don't want to be around you guys because you guys, it's not fair. You don't want a media guy like here. You're having beers and. I'm going to leave. And he's like, do not leave. So he's doing this whole game. That was one of those weird things where you're mm. like, no, it was great. I mean, he's a, he was nice to me. He was good, really good. But it's just one of those, this is a line I probably don't want to cross in that setting. I mean, it's like you're literally there with. I wish I could make a movie of that story. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> no, I mean, oh, it, it's it a gets, good one. It gets even better. <laughs> it's a good one. No, it gets even better because we had to arrange to get him driven back to the dorms with yeah. the, so he wasn't allowed to drive. You're spilling some tea today. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that big a deal. Not as much as Mark's score. It's was. not that big a deal. <laughs> it really is not that big a deal. But it's just one of those where that, that you get that point where you're like, oh, don't. It, you know what I'm talking about, Ron. that weird? Like, there's 30 football players there. They don't want a media guy anywhere near them when they're away from the field. And he's calling me over and making me sit there with him. And I'm like, and he's like telling the other guys, no, he's cool. He's okay. And I'm like, I'm leaving. I'm going back well, over. Were you cool or were you going to no, spill the I tea? Ne- well, well, not till now. Yeah, he's proving <laughs> you're, you're, like actually, a, you're like a special force guy never, that waits 20 years to tell <laughs> Yeah, but see, I'm, a, I'm not telling any of the classified stuff. Okay. Yeah, there's classified stuff. Which tells stuff. us that there is some yeah. classified no, stuff. No, there is classified stuff. My Josh Brown story is I held the ball for him to kick it. Um, <laughs> off the stage at the St. Patrick's oh, Center. Oh, that's kind of fun. Uh, trivia night when I had been hired to replace Tom Arnold as the comedian when I had my single worst performance night of my life. Oh, no. Yeah, and I was looking for anything to do, 
anything at all to distract from the fact that I wasn't funny. And Chris Rose was the host. And, and oh, yeah, yeah. Dan Buck, who loves me and I love Dan, it's like, you don't need Tom Arnold. You need Dave Glover. He's so much funnier than Tom Arnold. So, oh, oh God, God, dude. So there's Chris Rose. He doesn't know me from Adam. And I just totally Cindy Brady. I got nothing. I got no jokes. Oh, I got no, no. make them up. There's 3,000 people out there. And they're filming it. And I remember this one. Chris Rose goes, he's trying to set me up. He's like, hey there, Glove. Uh, do you play tennis? So I've got fuzzy balls. I've got all sorts of jokes. And I just go, Sometimes. <laughs> and I can see him die a little bit inside. He's like, no. And so then Cybergs brought uh, chicken tenders, and I decided, and someone brought beer on stage. I'm like, oh, if I just keep eating chicken tenders and drinking beer, no one's going to expect me to say anything. And after about a dozen chicken tenders and a dozen beers, DeMarco Farr, who is the co-host, oh, yeah. leans over to me, and he goes, Glove. Are you okay? <laughs> like, no, man. I'm way far away from okay. Yeah. And then Josh Brown came up. They're like, hey, why don't you kick a ball? I'm like, I'll hold it. It's like. So what was the problem that night? You know, I mean, it, it's it's one of only a couple times in my career I've done this. But it's just getting stage fright. It's yeah. just you got nothing. And you have to start strong. I remember some of the best advice I ever got was from that attorney who was such a jerk. And I was going to take one of my first depositions <clears throat> or defend it. And he goes, I don't care what the first question is. If it's state your name, you object. Get your voice out there. Mm -hmm. Assert the, the fact that you're in the room because the longer you wait, the harder it's going to be to interrupt or to interject. I'm like, oh, that's pretty, that's pretty good life advice. And it, it's kind of similar that when you're on <clears throat> a stage with a group and you're supposed to be one of the funny ones, if not the funny one, and you're not funny immediately, it's hard to get funny. And I learned that the hard way. <laughs> so come out guns a blazing. That's like in prison, you gotta start a fight first day. It's a there's a lot like that. Yeah. yeah. You gotta yeah. pick out the toughest looking pick guy. Out the toughest That's guy, guy and go after his ass. Him. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Also, I was just miscast. Like I'm not that guy. You know? I mean, I was about halfway through my career where I am now. And you're not sure which guy you are and which guy you're not. And now I'm much better at what guy I am and what guy I'm not. And I'm not that guy. So. Hmm. I kind of want to see Kevin get bombed with the football players. I, I want to see, yeah, I want that, to see you just absolutely blasted with a He's bunch of He's never been rent. drunk. I, don't, I know. I, don't get drunk. I know. In that setting, it might be worth it, though. Yeah. Hmm. Would you it. like to see it, kind of? Do you think he... he Calms down, or what do you think he does? That's a good question. I don't know. Oh. Uh, I think he's could like it be like full psycho thing from Fantastic Four or whatever it or is. Or a big rock looking thing. Yes. Or do yeah. I just he turn just into goes, like Steve-O? He starts headbutting people, and <laughs> you know, I think I turn a into salad bowl as a helmet. And, I think yeah. I figured it out. I think I turn into one of the jackass guys. Just the constant stupid. The I mean, that's got to just be. get completely out. Yeah, of Yeah, either Steve-O or Pontius or somebody. But we should find out. We could do uh, a big station event around it. Let's go. This so uh, Wheeler gets drunk at the old place. Our old producer. <laughs> this is before I started at you know over at Hubbard, and our old pro they had Steve O in yeah. as a guest. Yeah, yeah. And Brad Barnes, great dude. <laughs> they did a thing. They filmed a thing out in the hallway with Steve O, where yep. they were shooting hockey pucks or something. <laughs> and so they got they let Barnes. Block them, and the, he was trying to hit him in the junk with. Yeah, the, yeah, that was. And the he point. missed. He missed on all of them, right? Yep. And Steve O. So, so Meat's thinking, all right, I'm good. I'm not going to get hit. That's and Steve O. Steve O. Just walks right up to him and kicks him, <laughs> drops him <laughs> right in the ding ding. Like, 
These jackass guys don't get it. Like, you're used to that, man. This guy's a radio producer in St. Louis. You don't just get to kick him in the junk. It's not as bad as oh what Mark Squares did to Judith, but no, that's bad. No. That's I didn't bad. do anything. You dropped Judith. Oh, man. like a sack of taters. Weird music. Oh, okay. It's because it's in mono. I was like, what the hell is this? A missing monkey uh, was spotted drinking beer in Indiana. <laughs> oh. A monkey. Thank God he's okay. I thought it was Mickey Dolan's, huh? I know. A monkey named Momo escaped from his owner's home in Indianapolis on Wednesday. He was spotted drinking beer he pulled out of a trash can. Um, wow. So <laughs> Somebody's been trained. He's a, a paddis monkey. Uh, native to West Africa, they can uh, they weigh thirty pounds and they can run thirty miles an hour, which is oh. faster than Usain Bolt. Yeah, way faster. But his ass got drunk, and so that's how they caught him. <laughs> he, someone saw him stumbling into a vacant house, and they busted in. He's like, "What the hell you want?" So they <laughs> took him back home. So a drunk monkey's not violent. I guess it could be, right? It's probably like humans. He's it's, a happy it's a drunk. Level. Happy drunk. Yeah, it's a yeah, level of drunk. Sleepy. Right. Oh man, yeah. I like happy drunks. Monkeys are hard. They're big. I mean, like, they're tall. I'm looking at this guy. He's like long legs. I always forget you have Google. I yeah. never know what the hell you're <laughs> responding to. Over yeah, there. it's always almost always like, looking it up. I'm a big looking up. They're like, holy shite. Oh, he is. I'm that oh, guy. When, Careful, when he Rachel. was on your show, was he like the, like, he's it's the, the same. reactor. Yeah. Of, yeah. Yeah. He's constantly reacting. Well, no, yeah. he's constantly overreacting. Yeah. yeah. He's always yelling curse My wife words. says I do the same thing. It's just me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, son of a gun, what happened? I just dropped a fork. Did you guys hear Michael Kelly swore on the radio today? Oh! No. Did he really? What did he say? had to dump him. Yeah, we had to dump him. He was like, are you bleeping me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa, whoa, Michael. Calm down he over there. He wasn't angry. He was talking about Bono. Yeah, it's usually Hancock who does that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what? In, in my whole career, we had to dump one of my best friends who's a, a surgeon we had to dump <laughs> glenn beck we had to dump kill yeah. yeah that was awesome like yeah. i can't remember the last time we had to dump he got mad at you right didn't he no he was mad at trump and he was saying i think he was at like the company christmas party or yeah. something yeah. Was it was around that time, time of year because he was like are you effing kidding me yeah and we were like we all were like <laughs> you ever had to dump yourself no never I have have well, you? Yeah. No, because the phone lines, when you dump somebody, you have to hang up on yeah, them. Yeah, right? yeah. The delay can't often. call them back. Right. And, yeah. Yeah. He was a little drunk, Momo. So. <laughs> 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 no, I've never, I, I never have, which is amazing to me because you guys know me off the air. And I, I don't think I'm like a constant barrage of curse words, but I'm pretty colorful. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty good at it. Yeah. <laughs> Expert. Yeah. Hmm. Somehow able to compartmentalize. Amy, how do you do it? <laughs> <laughs> I just live my life as if I'm constantly on the air. <laughs> um, Don't so, look at me like that. She said the she said pissed the other day. Did I? <gasps> mm -hmm. Was I quoting you? No. Oh. You spend you too much actually, time around Ron. Is what's happening? Yeah. What was I talking about? I got a potty mouth. You do? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, that shocks nobody. Yeah. No. Did you guys get in trouble for that as a kid? As a kid, I yeah, I probably would have if I was doing that in front of my parents. I think the first I remember the first time I mm. dropped the F bomb in front of my dad. Mm -hmm. I was in college. Oh. Yeah. 
Well, that's, I, that's how intimidated I was. I'm like, I'm not swearing. I still don't do it around my mom. Just because it's my mom. Just out of respect. Yeah, just mom doesn't like that. My dad, I whatever. If the, if I do have a friend who cusses a lot, and I have a lot of friends who do, and they visit uh, the Mark Scores household, I do just give them a heads up. Yeah. Like, just as a heads up, like, Dave and Donna aren't huge on that. That's what you said me. Did I tell you that? Yes. <laughs> and by the oh, way, you were right. When my mom and dad took me to see Blazing Saddles at the drive-in, I was about 10. Oh, no. And they started in with the F word, and my mom's like, Jack. And <laughs> my dad turned around, and he goes, boy, you know that word? And I'm like, you've only said it about 10 times on yeah. the way here. So. <laughs> it's This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 